You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode and join the conversation with your comments on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. Simply search Faith Roots on YouTube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. As we go through these lessons, I hope that you're seeing what I'm trying to get at. That is this, that the relationship that we have with God by the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit and by the revelation of God's Word is a deeper relationship, a more real and significant relationship than what the 12 apostles had with Jesus while they walked with him physically on this earth. Had that been the best relationship, Jesus would have continued that relationship. But I want to say this. I used to, as a young believer, wish I could see Jesus. And one day the the Lord just kind of gave me a picture of what it would be like. What if Jesus were still on the earth in ministry? My turn in the line would be 500 years long. Do you think you're the only one who would want to have an audience with him? How long would you get to speak with him? Do you see why God moved the ministry of Jesus into a new phase? It is because he was limited. And this is why he only preached the gospel to Israel. He did not go into all the world. Only after the resurrection did he say to the twelve, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And the reason he did that is because now the presence of the Holy Spirit is going to be released into everyone who believes and is filled, and he is going to do miracles by our hands through our preaching. And what I want you to see is a new dimension has come. And so the physical knowledge of the Lord was not the ultimate goal of why Jesus came. Now, I want to show you this from the Gospel of Luke. Pay attention. To me, this is the most outstanding example of what I'm trying to get across in this series. Luke 24, 13. Now behold, two of them were traveling that same day to a village called Emmaus, which was seven miles from Jerusalem. And they talked together of all these things which had happened. So it was while they conversed and reasoned that Jesus himself drew near and went with them. But their eyes were restrained so that they did not know him. Now that's something that he did. And he said to them, what kind of conversation is this that you have with one another as you walk and are sad? Then the one whose name was Cleopas answered and said to him, Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem? And have you not known the things which happened there in these days? And he said to them, What things? So they said to him, The things concerning Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet, mighty indeed, and word before God and all the people, and how the chief priests and our rulers delivered him to be condemned to death and crucified him. Now pay attention to this. But we were hoping that it was he who was going to redeem Israel. Now they just said he was crucified, but we were hoping that it was he who was going to redeem Israel. In other words, they saw no redemption 
in the substitutionary death of Christ. They didn't see it. What they pinned their hopes on were the miracles. Now, I want to show you the purpose of the miracles. The purpose of the miracles were the identification of the Messiah. And there's still a valid reason for us to have supernatural acts today. But it was especially true then. There were supernatural acts. I want to read to you from the book of Isaiah. This is chapter 35, verses 5 and 6. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Then the lame shall leap like a deer, and the tongue of the dumb shall sing. This is a prophecy of the Messiah. There's another one in Isaiah 29, 18. It also talks about the, the blind eyes being opened. And these are prophecies of the coming Messiah. In other words, the miracles were identifiers. This was God letting His people know this is the real Messiah because He comes to do supernatural works that only I do. And that's why God reserved the healing of blind eyes and deaf ears for the Messiah. With all of the supernatural work that God did, even the healing of people from leprosy, and it happened all through the Old Testament, and there were provisions for people who were cleansed of leprosy to be released back into society after they were cleansed. That's according to the law of Moses. But nobody ever had a healing from blindness, nor from deafness. So what I want you to see from all of this, the things that Jesus did, they were things that identified him as the Messiah. So these men who had walked with Jesus and knew something about him, they pinned their hopes on the miracles. But had Jesus come to this earth to preach and do miracles only, there would have been no redemption. Redemption didn't come through the miracles. Redemption came through the substitutionary death. And that's something that they did not understand. Had they understood it, they would have been thrilled that Christ paid for their sins. And they would have expected Him to rise from the dead. And He did tell them, and I read to you in a previous episode, how many times He told them He would rise from the dead. It never registered on them. And so they had no idea... Now, why did Jesus hide his identity from them? Why did he do it? It is because he wanted them to pay attention to the words that he spoke. Here's what the scripture says. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Romans 10.10, for with the heart one believes. In other words, we don't believe just because we see. And we believe when we hear the word of God. He knew that had he revealed his face to them, they would have been so overwhelmed with emotion, they wouldn't have paid any attention to any of the things that he said. Because they thought he was an ordinary person, another human being, they listened to what he had to say. And he began to explain things to them from the scriptures. Now, God has chosen the spoken word as his means of communicating insight, revelation, truth, and reality to us. In other words, how does God get his faith from his own heart, 
Your faith and my faith don't originate with us. Our faith comes from God. It is His faith. The Old Testament says the just shall live by His faith. We have His faith on loan. It is a gift. How does He give us His faith? He communicates faith to us through His Word. And when we hear His Word, we obtain the ability to have faith. And when we begin to use that faith, we begin to see the results of it. Listen to Genesis 3.8. And they heard, this is talking about Adam and Eve, the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam hid from the presence of the Lord. You know, the Bible doesn't say that Adam and Eve saw the Lord. It says they knew about the presence of the Lord, but they heard the voice of the Lord walking in the garden. That's interesting, isn't it? They heard the voice. The voice was how God communicated to them. So God set up man to have fellowship with him, but he communicated to him, not through visual means, but by speaking There's nothing in the scriptures that say that God appeared to Adam and Eve. Everything, on the other hand, says that he spoke words to them. And these words are how he revealed himself. Now let's keep reading this. Luke's Gospel, chapter 24. These guys had heard Jesus, and they listened to the things he said. And and we and we read in verse twenty five because they were so filled with unbelief. He said to them, "O foolish ones, and slow of heart to believe in all that the prophets have spoken." In other words, he is telling them, "Look, he, he didn't rebuke them because they didn't believe what they'd seen. He rebuked them because they didn't believe what the prophets said. Should not the Christ have suffered these things to enter his glory?" And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. Then they drew near to the village where they were going, and he indicated that he would have gone farther. But they constrained him, saying, Abide with us, for it is toward evening, and the day is far spent. And he went in to stay with them. Now it came to pass, as he sat at the table with them, that he took bread blessed and broke it and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened and they knew him. Now, he vanished from their sight when that happened. Then he went and appeared to the twelve. What I want you to see from all of this is he purposely held back their ability to recognize him. But then when he took the bread and tore it and broke it, this bread is a symbol of his suffering. It's a symbol of his broken body. It was then that he chose to let them see who he was. So he broke the bread. They saw who he was when he broke the bread. It's very symbolic. And here's what he's saying. He's saying by all of this, it is through my suffering that you really get to know God. It is through my work on the cross that you come into the most intimate relationship with God, and it is through my work that you believe in the resurrection, through the words. 
So you and I believe in the resurrection even though we did not see Jesus physically rise. We were not there. His enemies got that privilege. We didn't get that. But we still believe it because we have something that is even more convincing. We have the Word of God. And if you want to have a deep and intimate relationship with the Father and His Son Jesus, if you want that, You're going to have to learn how to apply the Word, the Scriptures, how to read them, and how to let them come into your spirit and open up your eyes so that you can see spiritual things. And they not only bring understanding to you, but they create a very peaceful effect in you and a confidence in you that you cannot get any other way. That's all our time for today, but we're not done. We'll pick up here tomorrow. See you then. I want to thank you for watching our podcast today. And if you really liked it, would you please give us a little thumbs up by clicking on that sign down below? And then I would encourage you to subscribe to our channel so you don't miss any of our future podcasts because they're all going to be good. And if you would like to support us financially, either with a one-time gift or recurring gift, you can do that by clicking on the link below or going to myfaithroots.com. Thank you so much for watching this program. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people. So take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. Thank you for listening.